World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. 1773, not the year, that's the, that's a get, 1773, I think is where we are today. And by the way, Sure is good to see this morning that none of you died suddenly, that we didn't wake up to some news that so-and-so dropped over dead suddenly. Thank God this is the day the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, look, uh, I'm going to be so calm today. I did some yelling yesterday. I, 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 I replayed that yesterday. And uh, can, I, can I brag? Dudes, that was profound yesterday. <laughs> I tell you, that was profound yesterday. And uh, so I'm, I'm not going to yell as much. Somebody said, you, should, you keep getting up there and doing that. Well, that's how I, make, that's how I emphasize. Right? That's what they call getting in your face. See, I think sometimes we need people to get in their face. So luckily, I can get in your face here, and it's just through a camera. Hey, you don't like it? Go watch Joe Hosting. I mean, there's plenty of alternatives, right? So I, I don't want to waste any time because I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to really, really, I think I have a very, very uh, a mild, anointed uh, discussion I want to have with you today. I think it's I think it's going to be really, really good. But before we do that, i got a few things i got to cover, cover here. Myra, get ready to pray us in, then we'll take communion. So you guys go grab a, go get yourself some, some of the elements, and then I'm going to give a couple minutes to Mel to talk about a, an action that we're getting ready to do. Not doing it yet, but going to do it. And so, boom! That's your, that's your signal, Myra. Go ahead and pray us in. Yes, Coach. Good morning, Harold. The reading today is going to be from Ecclesiastes 9, 11 through 14. I didn't pull that part out there, Jonathan. I couldn't understand what she said. What's, what's the first? Through what book? Yes. Ecclesiastes 9. Ecclesiastes 9. Okay. 9, 11 through 14. All right. Go, Myra. Yes, coach. <clears throat> I return and... So under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Boy, that is that truth, huh? Your moment comes. And having the right chance comes to everybody. For man also knoweth not his time. Amen. As the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of men snare in an evil time. Wow. What a picture. When when it falleth suddenly upon them. The net falls suddenly upon them. Amazing, because it an evil net. And birds are in a snare. They're tricked. We trick the fish to get into the net. We trick the birds to get in the snare. Huh, it sounds like men are getting tricked too, doesn't it? Go ahead. Yes, coach. This wisdom have I seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city, a few men within it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwarks against it. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy, and grace on you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Myra. Joe. Uh, good morning, folks. Good morning. Um, can we first start with 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18? 2 Corinthians 6. 2 Corinthians 6. Fourteen through eighteen. Okay, that's good. Go. <clears throat> Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what? Dude, fellowship- are you kidding me? Huh? Wow. All right. Because by the way, by the way, Christians, I want you to know this: you're unequally yoked with our government. We're all unequally yoked, and we're told no, we shouldn't be. That shouldn't happen. You can be yoked. It says you can be yoked together, but you can't be unequally yoked. Go ahead, Joe. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Wow, Joe, you're convicting me here, bud. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? By the way, this is the temple. For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said. And I dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Mm. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. If you do touch the unclean thing, will he receive you, Joe? Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm. not so if you... uh, Yeah. And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. If, 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 you come out from among them and be separate, and touch not the unclean thing... Then he'll receive you, and I'll be your father, and you'll be my sons and daughters. That's an if there. There's an if there. That's, that's true. And and I think this is the place where the where temple is not optimally translated. I need to double check it, but I believe this is where it is. And I think it means most holy place, not temple. Because in the Day of Atonement, God the Father spent the day in the most holy place. Now, if we have the Holy Spirit in us 24-7, I think that that is best translated as most holy place. All right. And that made me think twice when I heard that. Sort of was a wake-up, wake-up call. Anyway, so um, can we now go to 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. And I'll start, I'll say a couple words in prayer. Dear Holy Father, dear Jesus, we come to you here together. Brothers and sisters across this, this wonderful country that that you helped create and that we unfortunately have not been great stewards of and look at where we have it now. And we know, Lord, that only you can save this country now in the dire straits that it is in. We have tried all of our worldly and fleshly means to fix it, but the other side cheats so much, it's just hard. We just can't do it without you, Lord. And so we ask you, and we come in agreement here that we knowing that that you, as you always have done before, as you say, as you guided David's slings and the stone, or as you guided Moses in raising his staff over the Red Sea, that there's some, perhaps even in this queue, that you will, you will help to, in some part, some small part help deliver this nation of ours from where we find ourselves now. And we ask you 
to forgive us our sins and our transgressions. We ask you to bring us cleanse into your sight. <laughs> we bless this bread and this wine representing your body and our blood, and we're so grateful for all you've done for us and that you gave your only begotten Son that we may be saved. And so with the Lord to you. Thank you, and we are humble, and we are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. that the Lord Jesus, the same night when she was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye think of it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Thank you, Joe. Our numbers are growing, which is a good thing. And uh, I'm not, you know, look, we think uh, numbers are important and num numbers are important, but you don't measure success by numbers, right? But by numbers, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just scrolling down there. I see a lot of, a lot of new names in here. And I want to welcome you here. I want you to know that uh, <clears throat> we're kind of in your face here. <laughs> kind of a, our modus operandi, if you will. But it's okay, and uh, you'll survive. So if you can get by the initial shock of me being in your face, uh, it'll, all, it'll all be good. Because I can uh, say without any hesitation that the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth here. And the, the multitude of many counselors is great wisdom. So we welcome you, and we ask you to stay. And if you want to join in and speak, then you can, you can do that as well. And uh, you just have to unmute yourself when you do it. And we do it in orderly fashion. Get in line and we'll call you in. And we don't really have any rules, but, you know, I try to let everybody speak once before anybody gets to speak twice. And by the way, it's my show. I do what I want. It's my show. All right. You get your own show and we'll see if we'll all come and listen to you. So don't get complain that you don't get to talk here. It's my show. All right. It's Coach Dave live. And you get to come and be live with me. All right. So, so Mel's working on a on an exercise that we're going to do. Jeff's got the big one coming up on December eighth. Uh, uh, Mel, uh, Mel's got one. Go ahead, go ahead, Mel. We're quickly here. Hey, good morning. Hey, Mr. Producer, if you wouldn't mind going to thelibertyactionnetwork.com. So, um, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek on the idea. I'm going to wait to unveil the action um, on Monday, but we are doing a one-two double action: Christians fighting back. And, you know, one of the things that Coach has been talking about over the last few days has mm -hmm. been um, what's happening at Tractor Supply. So they're supporting Drag Time Story Hour in Waco, Texas. So we're going to be taking that on. And also Craig Mickle with the Maryland Salt and Light Brigade has brought to my attention that Amazon is selling a um, Holy Spirit game. So we're also going to be coming out against that. So yeah, and, and uh, Walmart's even worse. worse. So, yeah. So it's exciting. This is a, a double action that we can kind of work on together. It's, it, they're both really easy to do. Coach has given us a sample um, email that we can send out to the support line at um, Tractor Supply. Craig has provided a, a, a um, sample letter that can go out to Amazon, naming all the officers and board of directors and things. So very excited about that. I also wanted to let you know that on Wednesday next week, John Diamond, Dr. John Diamond has invited the Liberty Action Network to be on his show and um, if you remember last year in January, he kind of helped us launch sort of the new website and um, Liberty Action Network. So I'll be giving him an update and then we'll be um, launching the double action with him on Wednesday. Craig Mickle and I are yeah, going to John's, John's, John's a team player, man. There ain't many of them. He's he sure them. is. Amazing. Yep. And so are you, Coach. So um, anyway, thank you very much. And more to come on this on Monday. Awesome. All right. 
Cool, cool. Um, I want to do a little bit of a I, – I don't like the term teaching because that sounds like I'm the expert. I want to have, a, I want to have a, an open discussion. Uh, I got up this morning, and it was really, really, really heavy on my heart, a couple of things heavy on my heart. Number one, the Bible tells us that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And uh, would you guys agree with me that we are? <laughs> would you agree with me that we're see see look this all this all came about because uh, the commentary I wrote I, was it yesterday whenever and I read about you know that uh, all power all power all power has been given unto the Lord F- folks listen this I got some emails on this one I'm sorry Satan has no power. The only power the devil has is what the Lord allows him to uh, execute. That's all. He, has no, he has no power and no authority. The Bible says all power has been given unto me. Because I got email after email from people saying, well, he's the prince of the power of the air. Uh, dudes, dudes, help me out here. Prince ain't king. <laughs> Not yet he isn't. <laughs> he's the prince of the power of the air, which means he must answer to a king. And they said, well, coach. He's the king of this world. Well, yeah, but he ain't king of the universe, is he? Ain't the king of the universe above the king of this world? The God of this world? The God, little G, by the way, little G, God of this world. And by the way, can you remain the God of this world and not really have authority? Hmm? I think so. I think so. But see, you guys got, you got brain freeze. You got brain freeze. The gospel message is that Jesus Christ at the cross spoiled principalities and powers and took all power and authority back from the prince of the power of the air and the God of this world. Jesus Christ has all power, all authority, and we are taught that Satan rules this world, and it is not true. Amen. I might be getting nervous right now because it goes against your theology. <clears throat> so sit down there a minute. I promised I wouldn't yell today. I told my wife I was going to be loving and caring today. And I wouldn't get in your face. But I can't do that. So pull up for me Revelation 12. Revelation 12. I'm, look, I'm not a big... Uh, you guys know this about me. I think you do. <clears throat> I'm not a real connoisseur of end time. I'm not a real connoisseur of it. Because from my perspective, it, it doesn't really matter. I got, I got, I'm gonna, I got to work while the sun shines because the day cometh when no man can work. And I like the signposts and I understand that. And I appreciate those of you who do the research. And Daniel, I appreciate all that stuff. I do. I do. But I, it, doesn't, it doesn't bog me down. It just doesn't bog me down. It doesn't matter to me. Other than I know it's getting close. Okay. So the Lord led me today to Revelation. And I'm, I read Revelation, and I thought, wait a minute here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As I started reading it, I said, something's not right here. Is this end times? Is this end times? And then I read some more, and I got into some commentary. and said, oh, no, 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 no. Revelation 12 is an explanation of what happened. Are you, are you guys with me? Revelation 12 isn't talking about something future. It's an explanation of something that's already happened. Any Bible scholars out there want to argue with me? Because I'm, uh, I found that out, and I started reading this thing a whole lot differently. So bear with me here, real quick, because it, it, it's going to take a bit to go through, but it's important we do it. Okay. A great sign appeared in heaven: a woman dressed all in sunlight, standing on the. That doesn't sound like King James. That ain't King James. Oh my goodness! We got the fire, Jonathan. Amen. Come, sending some Lutheran church somewhere. Get King James up there. Well, Presbyterian church, he could go there. Actually, he could go to some evangelical church too. <clears throat> uh, King James, King, there he comes. Come on down there. He is. No, 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 no. Yay! <clears throat> and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed. Folks, this is, this is an explanation of what happened. This is not future. 
a, a, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. And she, she being with child, who would that be? Travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another woman in heaven and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and twenty horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars out of the heaven and did cast him to the earth. And a dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. The devil's always been after the seed. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Are you guys picking this up? This is history. They're telling the story of how this whole thing happened here, okay? And her child was caught up into God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared for God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. And there was a war in heaven. Folks, past tense. This is past tense. This is not future. There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. Well, who's the dragon? Well, we know who the dragon is. And the dragon fought and his angels. So we got the dragon having his own angels and Michael having his guys. Y'all with me? Follow me here. And in case you don't think it's Satan, well, John tells us, and the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. What happened? Jesus Unleashed his angels against the devil and his angels, and boom, he casted them out. Which, by the way, Satan and his angels deceived the whole world. <laughs> uh, deceived the whole world. Where am I? Uh, now, uh, the thank you. Deceived the whole world. He, he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Past tense. And then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser, I got goosebumps, for the accuser of the brethren, we know who that is, right? The accuser of the brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. And they, who, who, who overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimonies, and they loved not their own lives even unto the death. Past tense. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and he that dwell in them, And woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath because he knows that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, boy, he went after that woman and he went after that child. You see this, folks? You see this? This is the history of how we got to where we are here. And the woman... And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was ticked off <laughs> and the, with the woman. And he went to war with the seed, which keepeth the commandments of God and heaveth. Wow. I, oh, my goodness, Lord. Mm. And the dragon was unbelievably ticked off with the woman. He decided he was going to go to war with what was left of her seed. And that seed was those which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Hey, friends, can I tell you this right now? Satan's been defeated. He, he, oh, thank you. Look, stay with me. Some of you never heard this before. Satan has no power. 
Satan has no power other than the power you yield to him. Amen. I'm, I'm, somebody don't, didn't get that. Oh, Satan has. Satan has. Amen. He has devices. He has methods that he's constantly at war with the seed of the woman. He's constantly at war. But we know this. We overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and we love not our own lives even to the point of death. Meaning this, he is right now already defeated. He has no power and no authority on this earth. Boom. have at one time. But the only power and the only authority he has over you is what you grant him. Oh, my goodness. I'm kicking some of you in the shins. Because that's not what you're, that's not what Pastor Billy Bob told you. Pastor Billy Bob told you, oh, he's the God of this world. He is the God of this world. But he's been defeated. He's been defeated. He's no longer, he has no power anymore. He can still sit on that throne if he wants to. That was his position. He was God of this world, but he's a God that ain't got no power. Other than what we yield to him. Is anybody getting what I'm saying here? Amen, coach. Well, the average Christian we have been taught in our churches that we are powerless against the enemy. Oh, my goodness. Lord, help us. So, oh. so what was the key word there, Coach? Was. 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 So, I, I, uh, golly, it's 26 after. So, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want you to pull up for me right now, um, Jonathan. Pull up the attachment. Because I did some research this morning. I was up early. I slept good. I, I got to say this before I go any further. I love my wife. I so love my wife. So <clears throat> Satan's playbook. See, we're told by the word not to be ignorant of his devices. Hey, Betty, Betty, you're pretty smart over there in Wheeling, over in St. Clairsville. Betty, if I if I if I give you all my gasoline how much gasoline if i give you all my gasoline how much gasoline do i have none you gave it all i gave it all so you have all the gasoline yes so i have everything to power my equipment and you don't so if i say if if it says all power has been given unto me both in heaven and earth how much power does Satan have? None. Folks, come on. Think with me out there. Don't worry about what, what Pastor Terry Toon told you. Satan has no power unless you give it to him. Amen. He's powerless. Then you said, well, coach, come on. Jesus was tempted. And when he went out there, Satan said, I'll give you this, and 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 I'll give you this. Jesus had some willpower. He said, nope, dude, I ain't taking that deal. Get behind me. I'm going to go to that cross, and I'm going to win back what you stole. Anybody picking it up with me? So when it was over, when Jesus hung on the cross, he said, it's over. (laughs) It's finished. What is? For this purpose was the Son of God manifest, 1 John 3. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested. He might annihilate the works of the devil. Destroy the works of the devil. Jesus said, boom, Vinny, boom. It's done. It's finished. I did it. And then before he left, all the boys gathered them all around. Matthews at 28, all power is given unto me. I kicked that guy's ass. I got all power now. All power is given unto me here in heaven. I'm sorry, there in heaven and here on earth. And I'm going to commission you to go and exercise that power and authority. Does anybody think I'm making it up? Does anybody think I'm taking anything out of context here? Because they're not teaching us in our churches. We're not teaching us, right? And we get into possession and, and uh, casting out devils. And, and see, <clears throat> this should be common. It should be common. But we don't understand authority. We don't understand authority. We don't understand that any time the devil is in your life, are you ready? It's only because you gave him permission. 
He has no power over you. He has no power over you. So I did some research this morning. <clears throat> I'm going to go down through these and I'm going to open it up. First of all, this is Satan's playbook. We, we're not to be ignorant of his devices. We do not understand Satan's schemes. He's only, only got about four variations of the four. So his number one scheme is deception. He lies to believers to put them into bondage. He was a liar from the beginning. He is the father of lies. If he says anything to you, it is a lie. There is no truth in him. You understand? Understand? How did he attack Eve? With lies. Why did he attack Eve with lies? Because Eve didn't know. Adam knew, but Adam didn't tell Eve. And so Eve was simply repeating what Adam had told her. She didn't know. She didn't hear from God. God talked to Adam, told him what to do. And he gave him a woman, says, now do you teach her? And you all be good. And Adam didn't do it. <clears throat> Adam didn't teach her. And so the devil shows up and says, uh, 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 you're not going to die. Go try that apple. She didn't know. So she goes and eat. And that wasn't the fall. The fall's one that gave it to Adam because he knew. <laughs> he knew and he ate it too. So deception. He's a... You bet, I'll make this available. You can put this in the chat if you can for some way. You can study it out, right? So Satan's schemes are deception, distraction, distraction. In this passage, Satan puts thoughts in Peter's heart to try to get Jesus not to go to the cross. He tries to divert us from where we're supposed to go. That's Matthew, Mark 8, 31 through 30. I'm not going to pull the verses up. You can do that. So he lies to you. He distracts you. He defiles us. Satan tempts believers into sin. See, look, friends, I don't care what Pastor Timmy Toes told you. You don't have to sin daily. You don't have to sin daily. You've got power over sin now. But, oh, 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 that's part of the deception, isn't it? The pastor stands in the pulpit and says, we're all sinners. I ain't. I don't know about you. I'm not. I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I choose to sin, but my Catholic faith taught me that I sinned every day in thought, word, and deed. All that's crap's lies. How can a thought possibly be a uh, a, a sin? A thought? A thought? So some pretty girl uh, walks in front of me in a half-naked, and I look and say, whoa. That's a sin? No. I resist it. I divert my eyes. Boom. Catholics lied to me. I don't sin every day in thought. I don't sin every day in word. I'm capable of it, but I don't. And I certainly don't sin every day indeed. I'm capable of it, but I don't. Why? Because all power has been given unto me. He gave it to him, he gave it to me. He says, resist Amen. the devil, he'll flee from you. Resist the devil, he'll flee from you. But your churches are telling you, all oh, that devil, oh, 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 he's everywhere, he's going to get you. No, see, he's not going to get you if you're obedient. Okay, hang on. Number three, he defiles you. <clears throat> Satan tempts believers into sin. He's a tempter. He's a, he tempts you to defile you. And the last thing, he brings... Denunciation, accusation, condemnation. That's why the scripture says there's now, therefore, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Conviction, yes. Conviction, but not condemnation. I want to get through this because I want to open it up. So here are Satan's weapons. Now, I want you to just think about this. How Satan is advancing not only in the world, but in your individual life in your family life, in the life of your children, in the life of the people you work with, in your personal time alone, here are his darts. We're supposed to, what are we supposed to do? Put up the shield of faith with which we might smite all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Are you with me? You with me, Susie? Huh? You with me? So what are his darts? Number one, there are others, but I got about 10 or 11 of them here. He's deception. He lies to you. He makes the pie look good, and you eat it. 
And he said, when you get got done doing it, she said, I didn't, doggone, I, that's not what I meant to do. I know that's deception. And when you believe the lie, that's why the Lord said, take captive every thought. If you take captive every thought and bring it to the obedience of Christ, you will not be deceived. But as soon as you are deceived and act on that deception, you've, you've opened the door for the devil to come in. Is this making sense to anybody other than me? Somebody give me mm. a good, all right? Number two is distraction. He distracts us. I got something the Lord wants me to do, and my grandkids get sick. Why are my grandkids get sick? Oh, I don't know. Part part of life, but who knows what? <laughs> who knows what their parents are letting in? What the kids are watching? What they're looking on their iPods or iPod, whatever those things are, tablets. And it's distracted. And all of a sudden, all the, all the enemy wants me to do is keep me off my assignment. He wants to keep me off my assignment. And see, some of you are off your assignment because you're mad at somebody else in the queue. Oh, you don't have to raise your hand. I just, I just know. I'm not talking to her anymore. Dumbass. Sorry. Ass means donkey. You got that? It's a donkey. A donkey. You're acting like a donkey. Because why? The enemy is doing everything he can to pull you off of your assignment. Number three, he pulls you off. His darts are unbelief and doubt. But Lord, you wouldn't want me to do that, would you? you, know, you want I, I look, unbelief, doubt. My grandson, Declan, was fearfully and wonderfully made. I never wavered from that on his 42 days before he was born, in those 42 days when he was in the hospital, I never wavered from it. I would not let doubt and unbelief come. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Now, those around poor little Declan, boy, they struggled with that every day. <laughs> doubt and unbelief, man, they're keeping those balls in the air best they could, right? Trying to hold on to your faith and keep doubt and unbelief in the air. <clears throat> uh, the Lord cannot, he can't, he can't bless, he can't bless fear, folks. He can't bless fear. He can't bless doubt. Well, someday we'll understand this, Mark Trump. Someday we'll understand this, that that faith and fear and doubt are like electrical. <laughs> it's like plugging into something. They're powers that we, that, that we don't get. Someday They're we'll opposites. They're but, opposites, yeah, faith opposites. and fear. That's right. That's right. I'm going to go down quickly or I'll be here all month. Somebody get ready to pick up your toes. Distrust of others. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, why why don't you trust people? Well, can I tell you why you don't trust people? Because you trust people because they get tempted through deception and distraction. And they don't follow through and do what they're supposed to do. And that's where most people are. And so, therefore, it's very hard to trust people. That's part of Satan's plan. To keep us from trusting together, each other, working on. Move on. I'll move on. Oh, number five. Pick up your toes. Taking offense. Uh, getting easily offended. Well, so when the show's over, so when the, I'm just using a name here. So when the show's over, uh, Joe's going to call Benny, and they're going to talk about what Coach said today. And did you see the way Betty reacted? And did you hear what Myra did? Well, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I know what goes on. And they want the blessing of the Lord to flow through you? Oh, good luck. Because, see, every time you do that, you open the door. You invite the authority of Satan in. Oh, my God, this is so clear. You invite the authority of Satan in. That's his weapon. That dart hit. Unforgiveness. I don't even need to go there. Unforgive. Oh, my Lord. The Lord said this. He said, uh... Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I keep come. My way, but don't have been heaven. Forgive us this. Forgive us this day our trespasses, as we forgive those who have ticked us off. There's a give and take. Fear. These are these are Satan's arrows. These are his devices. Do not be ignorant of his devices. Can I tell you something? In my life, when fear comes up. I go through it. I try to face it and go do it. Whatever that thing scares me, say, uh, you know, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to go uh, call whoever. 
Oh no, you better not do that. Boy, you find out the okay, cool, thank you. I'm gonna go do it. Because I'm smart enough to hear that voice and I'm not supposed to hear. Adversity, I'm gonna I'm I'm about done. I'm gonna open it up. Conflict with others. These are all the weapons of his warfare. These are his weapons. And the only power and authority that Satan has over any of us is what we allow him to have. So if you sit in front of your cell phone all day or your computer, I guarantee you at some point you're going to click on something you shouldn't have. Somebody say amen. Nobody made you click on it. Nobody made you click on it. Amen. My heart was broken last night. I'll say this real quickly and I'll move on. Temptation, condemnation, blaming others, accusing believers. My heart was broken last night as I saw uh, uh, the son of John Kitten. The name doesn't mean anything to you. He was a quarterback, played for the Cincinnati Bengals. He played for several different teams. His 19-year-old son was just arrested on a child pornography charge. My heart broke. My heart broke for him. Still does. Breaks for him. I'd love to get a hold of him. We've been through it. I've been through it. I've been through it. See, you never, you, that thing that the devil tempts you to do, you never, you never think you'll get caught. All bad belief, all bad action belongs, begins with bad belief. All bad action begins with bad thinking. That's why the Bible says to take captive every thought. Should I do this, Lord? Uh, Lord, would it be good if I clicked on that naked woman? Would that be a good thing to do, Lord? Oh, no, that wouldn't be good. All right. So if I click on that good thing, then do I give the enemy access to me? Yeah, 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 I do. And then we want to blame the devil. And why are we in the mess we're in? Because we didn't do what he told us to do, not be ignorant of his devices. Take captive every thought. Bring it to Mike, bring it to me, see what I say about it. And if I say, yeah, you can do it. And if I say, no, don't do it. We call that a conscience. We call that the mindset of Christ, the mind of Christ. But we're bombarded all the time by all these things over here, and we don't even rec- recognize that they are the fiery darts of the wicked one. We don't realize it. So I'm going to double back, and I'm going to let Rich get in, and Julie, and then uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm going I'm to re- say what I again. Betty, if I, got, uh, if I give you all the gas, how much do I have? None. So if all power belongs to Jesus, how much belongs to Satan? None. This is so easy, isn't it? <laughs> and we say, well, how can that be, coach? How can that be? I see the devil everywhere. Well, the devil's everywhere because people are giving him permission. Go on, Rich. Yeah, Dave, uh, thanks. To your point about who's got the power, you know, we, we mentioned yesterday a passage in Second Thessalonians talking about the restrainer. Well, that mm. right there tells me that uh, the Lord keeps Satan on a tether. He allows right. him to do these things you just mentioned, you know, as long, you know, but, oh, I just got goosebumps saying that, but there's going to come a day where he's going to cut that tether. He's going to remove that restrainer. That's right. So, so that means God is in control of everything or he's in control of nothing, right? He's in, so, he's in control of it all. This. Now, how about this one? Amen. God's in control of everything, but he doesn't control everything. He's got control of it all, but he doesn't micromanage it. Right. He doesn't He's micromanage it. Right. He gave us free choice. We love free choice, don't we? We love free choice. And he says, you better be careful. <laughs> you better be careful. That free choice can get you in trouble. I'll give you free choice, but before you do it, why don't you come and bring that thought to me, and let's see if it, let's reason together here, <laughs> if this is really something you ought to do. You with me, folks? We have been so mistaught about. He's a defeated foe. See, the kingdom is supposed to be advancing as we take authority over all these thoughts. We're supposed to be advancing the kingdom, but we can't because we've been taught that the devil is in charge. Betty, again, if I have all power, how much do you have? None. Oh, thank you. Julie, come on in. <clears throat> Julie, by the way, power, power, and a, hang on. Power and authority are not the same thing. Power and authority are not the same thing. 
I have the power to go steal my neighbor's car, but I don't have the authority to drive it. Mm-hmm. Julie, go ahead. Great show, Coach. Um, you know, you were talking about gout, and it's like that's one of, like you said, Saint's um, devices to do put gout in us. Because how many people go to the doctor and they believe more what the doctor says about right. them than what God says? And we, like you said, take every thought captive. Because um, I believe that God has created us for our bodies to help heal themselves through proper nutrition and that. So, 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 Julie, I want to say to all my friends out there who, who I, who I love, everybody out there that I love, all of you, I love all of you. Lie, Myra, lie. I don't love all of you. I don't even know some of you. Love you in the Lord, brother. <clears throat> I got people out there that's going to say to me that they, that I'm I sorry. You come here because I tell you the truth, right? Some of you going to tell me that the Lord told you to go take a vaccine. You are full of, well, you're serving the wrong Lord. Because he said, don't you dare put anything in that temple. <laughs> don't Amen. you do that. Amen. Amen. And so if the Lord told you to go take a shot, one of you, one of you messed up on that one. Sorry. Joe, come on in. There's a perfect example of those 11 phrases right there. Just think of sky high, coach. That's the fear and adversity people gave you. To build sky high <laughs> with you and Michelle and your family. That's right. All that diverse, every one of those from number all the way down to 11 that went through you, you built sky high. And the people and, that came in to help. And, and Joseph, hey, and you know what it is? Whatever he says unto you, do. <laughs> he told me to do it. And all these other things tried to keep me from doing it. And I don't know why he told me to do it, but I know he did, so I did it. All that that's, all, that's all my responsibility is. Just do what he says. Amen. Joe Carrico. Come on in, Joe, then, then Janine. Um, hi, Coach. I would add a couple things to your list. I would add pride, sure. jealousy, and coveting. <clears throat> and I would, on Faith, I would state that faith is the absence of fear or doubt, and that doubt is only possible where faith is lacking. Amen. Uh, and pride, by the way, uh, pride is, is inside all of us. Pride's inside. It's a tough one, right? Pride of life. Uh, we have to learn to control it. We have to understand when. That's that's why somebody, a wise man, guys wiser than me said, uh, I don't like to hear compliments because Soon I'm afraid I'll be finding myself believing them. <laughs> right. Amen. Uh, because our pride's already in there. Right? It's already in it. Yeah, it's, it, it's difficult, Coach, uh, because we want to do something well, which is not a bad thing, but a good thing. We want to raise our kids well. We want to achieve things because otherwise we're not, using our talents that God gave us appropriately. But when it becomes an end to itself, then it becomes prideful. When it becomes about us. So, folks, if you look over there on those 11 things that are on my screen, I think they're probably on yours. And you think of a problem you got going in your life, you could zero in on one of those. Maybe more than one, but certainly one of them. Say, well, there's a reason. I took offense. I don't have any forgiveness. I'm afraid. All, All of them right there. That's the only power that the enemy has. He can lie to you by those things right there. He lies to you and makes those things pop up in your life. Janine. Yeah, I think with that list, uh, this is me personally. Um, I think the um, we spend more time trying to know who the devil is rather than to know who Christ is. Yeah. Because he's uh, in Revelation 12, that we're, I think that's the uh, chapter you're reading. There's, there's a few uh, bullet points that should be known to people and it should have popped right out one who is michael number two it mentioned keeping the commandments number three have the testimony of jesus christ number four it you know we talked about sin well sin is the transgression of the law if we Mm -hmm. resist the devil and learn more about who jesus christ is he we won't have him say to us depart from me i never knew you because you were workers of iniquity 
I think we spend far too much time on that instead of digging deep into the word of God and knowing mm -hmm. him and his will for our life. Resist the devil and he will flee. That's a pretty powerful term right there, isn't it? But we have to know how he's, we have to know what he's doing so we can resist it. Good thought, uh, Janine. Clay, then Randy. Well, the, one of the biggest things that's helped me, Coach, is realizing that every day when I wake up, I'm in a fight. And, and, and the principalities and powers of evil are, are against me. And Jesus is in my corner, and I've got the Holy Spirit inside of me. But I'm in this fight, and I have to use the armor of God and, and the truth of the Bible in order to get through each day fighting against these powers. And, and once I realize that it's my fight and Jesus is not going to fight it for me, then that's given me strength. And, and I've been able to be more resistant to temptations and everything as I go through each day. Well, how about this one, Clay? What if you're the answer to somebody else's prayer? <clears throat> and that, other, that other person's prayer isn't getting answered. Because of deception, distraction, unbelief, distrust, offense, unforgiveness, fear. Hey, dudes, listen, it ain't never about you. Never about you. Randy, come on in. Yeah, Coach, thank you for bringing out uh, Revelation 12. That, that, is a, that is the picture, Coach, of a past event. And it, if you study it out, it's very obvious, but... But it is. It is It is when heaven changed. You know, Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. That That is in the context of the, uh, the, the Mount of Olive discourse that Jesus gave, that all these things would happen. Okay, that is the context, Coach. So what happened was the removal of Satan from the third heaven. That is what Christ had the right to do now. And he could not remain there. He was, in, he was, it had to be cleansed and it was, so he couldn't be there. That's why he was cast to the earth. So heaven did change coach. It was changed forever. He can never go back ever, ever. Never. And now the earth, the earth is, is the one in the process of changing. So coach, thank you for bringing that out because if you don't lay that premise, you can't speak, you can't preach that we have all authority. Randy, when Jesus Christ himself taught us what we call the Lord's Prayer. Well, folks, come on. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. I'm, I'm, it just baffles me that we, that we think this belongs to the devil. Silver. Coach, two things. Uh, one, I have a teaching concerning what you were just discussing about the Lord's Prayer. One thing we have to remember about the Lord's Prayer is that it is not a prayer. It is a guide on how to pray. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I have a teaching yeah. on that. All right. Now, yeah. the other thing is, is at the beginning, you were talking about uh, the sin of Adam and Eve. Okay. Eve was aware that she should not eat it. Because she was told by Adam, don't do that. Don't mess with right. that tree. Okay? Right. That's but true. She did it anyway. Okay? And she said, basically. Her body, her choice, right, Bill? It says. Her body, her choice. Yeah. And uh, it basically looked at it and said, I ain't dead. This is good stuff, man. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And then when he took a bite, their eyes were opened. And they That's realized they were naked. It's the sin of the man that caused this. Not the woman. Amen. 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 We're the responsible. Oh, good. Hey, listen. I want to uh, so, uh, pull up, uh, Jonathan. I just clicked on. I got. And I got to go faster, and then we'll put it in the chat. Pull up Satan's power. Pull up Satan's power. What power does Satan have? Hey, folks. I take some of these things I find on the internet with a grain of salt. Right? You find a lot of theology mixed in some of this stuff. But this, I thought this was pretty good, and I'm going to put it on the chat. And if you want to do a study later on, just go, just go through this. And again, uh, look, folks, uh, I find dispensational teaching in just about everything you read. And it's okay, but you have to understand the perspective that a person's coming from when you read something. So that doesn't mean everything that is written in here I agree with, because they, they have a different perspective on some things that I have. Okay, you with me? But for overall, this is, this is pretty clean. 
So let's go real quickly, and then I'm going to put in chat. Names names of Satan, we know what they are going down there. The accuser, blah, 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 uh, the tempter, yada. Okay, so biblical truths to affirm. Uh, Satan is evil. Satan is crafty and deceitful. Satan attacks the godly. I believe Satan is limited in what he can do. I believe Satan can stay in, cannot stay in God's presence. That's why at the name of Jesus, everybody, they got to flee. I believe the Lord will crush Satan. I believe Satan is the evil one, the author of evil. I believe Satan has many evil spirits under his command. I believe Satan sometimes causes believers to experience terrible suffering. I believe Satan is the prince of the world. Prince, not God, not king. Prince, prince. Prince Charles was in submission to Queen Elizabeth. Right? In order for Prince Charles to become king, she had to die. Biblical man's obey. I stand I stand true for God. When I ask God to protect me from Satan's wicked schemes, I abstain from which Satan promotes and God forbids. This is how we win this spiritual battle. On down. Uh, I'm hurrying because I'm about out of time here. I abhor blasphemy. I abhor murder and attempted murder. I abhor adultery. I abhor robbery and stealing and theft. I abhor covetousness. What more? And what's more, I do not envy the wicked under Satan's influence and control. What does this mean? So should you and I be terrified of Satan? Let me throw something in here. Hell no. His power is limited. His power is limited. Boom. You get that? Amen. Amen. Our churches aren't teaching us this. They're not teaching us this. That's why Myra's diving into deliverance, and she's finding out that, golly, I show up. I say his name. They leave. Why is it so tricky? (laughs) What did we just see right there? They cannot stand in the presence of the Lord. They can't. They can't. They have to flee. At the name of Jesus, they have to flee. It's not magical. It's biblical. Joe, come on in. Um, you just reminded me of a perhaps a urban Christian legend I heard about Smith Wigglesworth, I think, in London, hearing a noise downstairs in his living room, walks downstairs and finds Satan there, the devil and all his uh, evil, you know, attempt at glory. And he says, oh, it's just you. And he just leaves and goes away. Hey, Joe, it's like Jesus, uh, when when he sat at the table and was a Peter, one of them spoke up, Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. What? You know what Jesus said? Dude, get out of my face. You <laughs> Get out of my face. But I, I do say that Smith Wigglesworth had a bit of a stronger walk in the faith than I do, so I'm not sure if I would be able to say that in the same context that he could. So well, that's you know why I, I would tread carefully in these grounds. Well, it, yes, that's right. Joe, but it's very real. I have almost been killed by it, sir. So here's what you got to know. The reason Smith Wigglesworth was stronger and more powerful than you is because he worked out a lot more than you. The only thing he ever read was the Bible. <laughs> Literally. He didn't read any other books, didn't allow newspapers, or any mm-hmm. other written word in his house. Wow. I do not think any of us have a foundation near what he had. But that's not to say that we can't acquire it. That's right. I'm just saying that it the was problem, a lifetime of the word that gave him his foundation stones. The problem in the devil, the problem's us. George. Exactly. Go on in, George. Satan is real and he's loud. I found when, oh boy, I'm so sorry. I'm, I know that temperament is is uh, something that I need to, to really listen to. Um, I'm trying to bring this forward to you now. He's, he's, he, he attacks always, constantly. I know the first time that I spoke, I said, hold every thought captive to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is the only way, the only way that I found to to make any progress here. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and un, un, or push mute again because I'm, I'm being attacked here pretty hard. But I want to tell you, Coach, you're hitting it on the head and you're hitting it 
hard and this is exactly yeah. what I need to hear. And I'm thanking you and I thank the Lord for you and how you're bringing it because it's real and it's right. I'm going to stop. Amen. In the name of Jesus, get away from me. Will you, dude? Will you leave me alone? And the, the folks, this ain't hard. <laughs> He'll come back. He'll come back a different direction. He'll come back with another dart. Hey, dude, will you stop that in the name of Jesus? Will you leave me alone in the name of Jesus? Will you get the hell out of here in Jesus' name? That, folks, that's the way I read it. <laughs> Amen. All power and authority. And the only reason the devil gets a foothold on you is you are not, you do not know the weapons. You don't understand his devices. You don't understand what he's doing. If we simply understood that, in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, both in heaven and on the earth. So the word says, have a good weekend. See you Monday.